What's Your Take podcast is brought to you by Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, let me tell you, it is the easiest way to create a podcast. Plus, it's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it could be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hi, Mom. Hi, Megs. Welcome back to our podcast, What's Your Take? We are a mother-daughter duo. And we're discussing all the things. So, Mom, what happened this morning? I texted you saying, are we recording? And there was probably no reply till 8.30. I know. And then... My phone rings this morning, and I thought, oh, no, what is it? And I look, it's you calling. So, yeah, Maggie, I got home at um, 11.35, so I was really tired this morning. Kind of a little bit of a role reversal where you called me saying, are you guys alive? I know, because I think I went to bed last night at 11. Yeah. So (laughs) We were just wild and crazy, so. That's crazy. Yeah. So, Mom, what is our topic for this week? Well, we thought we would talk about the differences between my generation and your generation on the job search process, the career paths, um, career pathways, interviewing, kind of some of the experiences I had and some of my friends had Mm -hmm. back when we in the mid to late 80s when we were looking for that job and maybe the differences with your age group, the millennials or whatever. How we look for jobs. Yeah. Yeah. And so I was taking advantage of an opportunity to FaceTime with some of my college friends, and I asked them, what was your experience like when we were in college? How do we even find jobs? Because, again, think back. There were no cell phones. There wasn't anything even called the World Wide Web. You didn't have Google at that point. No Google. No, no cell phones. No laptops? No laptops. We didn't have... How would you type papers? We we barely just started something called a word processor, which was basically an electronic typewriter with a, compu- with a computer, mm-hmm. but all it could do was, it was like Word, Word documents, mm-hmm. no internet at all. So it would be as if you had a computer, no internet access, but you could type up a paper mm-hmm. and then you could print it. But that was in our senior year of college. And some of us didn't even know how to use it. Yeah. And um, I remember my roommate saying, wow, look at this. You can just press the delete button and it just deletes an error before you even print it. And because in, before then, we would print something. If we made a mistake, we'd have to get white out. Oh, goodness. And white out the, the We've letter. We've come a long way. We've come a long way. And I remember we would get our, we'd go out and purchase matching paper that maybe had a nice linen texture mm. to it with maybe a light tint of ivory or a light like green. Like to really help your job application. To really make our resume stand, yeah, stand out. We would we would print up the resume 
Now, we would photocopy the resume onto that colored paper, and then we would type a, an individual cover letter for that company mm. on the same colored paper with the texture. Like and then you would send it in? And then we would send it in an envelope that also matched the color, and we would mail it to the company or the job. And I was thinking, how do we even know what jobs were out there? And I recall once a week I would get a newsletter I was looking for, after graduate school, I was looking for positions in school counseling. And so I would, once a week, I would get an updated job listing mailed to me. Or I would go to the career center and they would post it on a bulletin board. And then I would just have to look up the address, mm. look, you know, write out the cover letter to um, whatever position. So it was a lot of work. And one of my friends was stating how she would look in the back of the newspaper for job mm-hmm. offerings. And this is after college. Newspaper. Who who gets a newspaper anymore? I mean, when was the last time? We, you guys do. No, we don't. We haven't had a newspaper delivered in a few years. No. Yeah, so in those days, the newspaper was a way to... The way of news. Well, you don't have Google or yeah. now everything's like a search engine. I know. And then the other friend was stating how she would get a... A paper map. Mm-hmm. You know how much I love paper maps. But she would get a paper map and she would circle different areas within nearby where she lived. And then she would deliver her resume and cover letter, drive to the company or drive to the location mm-hmm. and hand deliver. Nowadays, I know you guys have all said. Yeah, no, I remember, um, I think it was last summer, Charles was home for like three weeks after his hockey camp or whatever. And dad is like, you need to get a job, like, for three weeks. You know how dad is. And he and Charles was looking online, and dad's like, just go into the place and get a paper application. Paper okay. application. No one does that anymore. Like, maybe when I was in high school, and maybe sometimes they do it here and there. But Charles was trying to convince dad, and dad's like, you're just being lazy. <laughs> we don't. Everything's online. Everything is online. Yeah. Even at- it's good sometimes to go in still in person to show your face so they look out for your name yeah. if they liked you, but everything's online. Yeah, that's true. So that's a difference. That's a big difference. I was also thinking about some of my interviews that I bombed. Yeah, along what's the an way. example? I have and, a few. Oh, yeah, this will be I, fun. I, I remember it was after graduate school and I was pretty darn desperate and hungry. I was broke, mm-hmm. you know, and needed that job. And I, I uh, drove to um, a location in upstate New York for, I think it was something related to, I don't know, a hall director position where I, I was just getting trying to get something. Mm-hmm. And it was at a university in upstate New York. And honestly, Maggie, I didn't even want the job, but I, was, I felt like I had to go through with the interview. Mm-hmm. And so I, it was a series of different people. I think it was a two-day interview session with different departments and different people and I know my heart was not in there, but I was feeling like I had to go through the motions. Right. And so I would vividly remember sitting down with, I think he was the psychologist at the counseling center of that university who I would, you know, work with as a potential hall director with my students and staff. And he stopped me halfway through his interview and he looked at me and he said, do you even want this job? What did he say? And I thought, well... I thought in my head to myself, no, I really but don't. But you pretended like but you did. I, he kind of snapped me to it, like, oh, 
oh my gosh, I'm coming across really pathetically. What and do you think you were so doing? So I, I think my body language, my responses, I didn't have the energy. I just wasn't showing that mm. oomph that they wanted someone to see. And it was a yeah. good lesson for me mm-hmm. because, of course, I didn't get the job offer. Mm-hmm. And as But when my next interview came up, I was hungry for the job. And I put myself out there. And I think the first positions... Those who are just graduating from a program are always the hardest because if you don't have that experience, you have to really sell yourself and convince the employer that you have the transferable skills if you don't have mm-hmm. the direct experience. And I remember the the position that I did get, the first position as a school counselor up in, in Vermont, I was thought this is it I, I gotta sell my soul yeah. <laughs> and I was able to convince the committee that I had the skills but the the failure was a good experience for me mm-hmm. it was embarrassing yeah <laughs> but yeah. A, a good embarrassment Maggie do you have any stories interview experiences yes I've had well you and dad had us all start working at the age of what is the age here 15 well, to work 16 16 so my first job was a preschool um just three hours in a preschool classroom at the YMCA. And they were really cute, three to four-year-olds. But I remember thinking that three hours was so long. And now I'm like, (laughs) that's nothing. Um, But that interview, I truly don't even remember. But I had one recently. So to be honest, this year has been a little up and down with what I'm doing, honestly, in my life, career-wise and whatever. And something fell through where I was working for, I'm not going to get fully into it, but something fell through where I needed a job desperately just, you know, and this online, I think I was looking on, what was the platform? Indeed, not indeed. Handshake. It's like a quick, it's like a quick career site or Uh career. I don't know. But I just remember like, I would submit my resume and application just to so many things. I was so desperate for a job um, because I knew I was moving out soon. I was like, I just, you know, sometimes you just want to get something right away. But there's companies out there that understand that. And basically, I kept applying to these different marketing jobs, nonprofit, just honestly, anything like digital marketing. And then I would go in the interview There were two interviews that were kind of honestly ended up being a hoax. So the first one, um, there was this nice, trendy, you even came with me, mom, not to the interview, but you just drove with me. I drove you there. Um, So it was this really trendy loft, I don't know how to describe it, like a very urban. Those workspace. Yeah, it was like a workspace where the interview was. So of course I'm going in and I'm like, okay, this is a nice office. Like I could be here like in Denver, I'm about to live down here. Perfect. And the interview is going fine. I think I'm doing well, whatever. And then all of a sudden the dude, I can't remember the company name. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Mention it. Yeah. <laughs> but he plot twists it and is all of a sudden like, so you'd be comfortable selling home security systems at Sam's Club, right? And I kind of paused and in the interview was like, yeah, I t-, you know, I knew I wasn't. So I kind of just pretended like I was and then they followed me up for a second interview and I just never replied but then the second one was this nonprofit, and it looked like it was like I would do their social media marketing and then I go in and I had the first interview was fine but I had a feeling it was a little hoaxy but you were like just going for the second 
Yeah, if anything, experience. it's good learning experience. But this company, and I'm going to say it, I don't care. Why not? Okay. It was called. And it sounds like, and you go on their website, it looks legit, but they're basically like wanting you to stand outside of Walmarts and who knows, Targets and Starbucks and just petition and get signatures, which for some people is great, but that's just not what I'm looking for. Right. Um, and anyway, the second guy that interviewed me was so weird. He was, he, he was so unprofessional. And in the, I, and he kept like trailing off in tangents and, and then was like, oh yeah, I went to the pride festival. A lot of girls that are shirtless there. That was kind of weird. I'm like, why are you saying this in an interview? He already gave me the creeps. The door was closed. I'm like, this guy's weird. And didn't his eyes glance yeah, down? Yeah, I guess to my shirt. Chest? I didn't think my shirt was any revealing, but whatever. So his eyes kept glancing down. And then I was just getting a bad vibe overall. And then he started explaining the company, and it's like a whole pyramid scheme. And that's just not my vibe. Again. Basically, I ended up just leaving. He's like, okay, and now you're on to the third interview. And I was like, okay, well, when will that be like, here's my way out, you know? And then I can just ghost him and never call him again. And he was like, well, right now. And I'm there and I just said, I'm sorry, sir, but this is just not for me. Like, this is not what I'm looking for. Did he put a different hat on and he was the third Yeah, I'm like, no, he left the door and was like, okay, I'll be right back. I'm like, should I just run now? Like, I was thinking like, (laughs) maybe I should just leave. And I was about to, and then he comes back in and... I said, okay, so when will the third interview be? Because he already mentioned it and then leaves. And he's like, oh, right now. I'm like, all right, this ain't it, chief. But um, so then I just said to him, I was like, I'm sorry, but this is just not what I'm looking for. And he's like, well, what are you looking for? I was like, just not this. I thought it'd be more marketing, social media, yeah. more kind of, I don't yeah. say this to his face, but like more legit. Yeah. Um, he was just weird, gave me the creeps. But stop looking at my chest, dude. <laughs> yeah, stop looking at my boobs. Um, but he and he was older, and just it was just a weird vibe. But I've never walked out of an interview. But I think I've said in last podcast, if I'm not feeling something, I don't stick around. Well, I have heard from some of my friends who have kids around your age, yeah. and that is, it's really hard for you, you young people who are looking mm-hmm. for that kind of career position yeah. because the, where they invite you to a really trendy yeah. workspace downtown and then it's nothing like it was advertised at yeah all. read reviews online by the way i didn't do that before i like your socks mom cute bacon and eggs. um so anyway basically i um didn't accept that and a few months and then what happened well, now I'm working for a great company that I just started with, Aritzia, if you guys have ever heard of it. It's yeah, a clothing brand, and I'm you. a stylist at them. So yeah, it'll be good. good to grow with, um, and I'm excited. So Good. So I have a question for our listeners. Mm-hmm. I remember, and I've, I've given and been part of interview committees as well, and the questions that they ask in interviews, which sometimes I know. can like, be hard... Some of them are really expected. You know, tell us a little bit about yourself. What what do you hope mm. to provide or contribute to this position? But the one question that, that it's always so hard, we get stumped on there. What are your strengths and weaknesses? Oh, yeah. Well, strengths, you don't want to sound too braggy. Yeah, you don't want and to then weaknesses, like... you don't really want them to know that you 
oversleep a lot. I show up you, 10 minutes late. No. <laughs> you don't. You're, you're not organized. Yeah. Uh, you're not great at paperwork. Yeah. You know? So how do... I work too do, hard. We, we work too hard and we care too much. Yeah. But we'd love to hear from our listeners. What are some of your responses you do, you have provided in those tricky, with those tricky interview questions? I'm trying to think of one I've said. Yeah, I think the one, the funny one we always say is I, 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 I work too hard and I care too much. <laughs> I'm too early. Um, <laughs> I'm such an early bird and I'm an over, I'm a perfectionist. No, yeah. I don't know what I would say is my weakness. I think there's not that trying, I, I have plenty of weaknesses. I know, but that's right, especially the weakness one. That's always but like a tough in a one. job interview, you're trying to sell yourself. It's like, yeah. what do you want me to say? Like, like I can't keep a relationship or no, I'm kidding. <laughs> no. Um, I don't really know what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> this is a stretch yeah. job. We anyway. all know we're dreaming here. No. Yeah. Uh, what would you say as your weakness? I don't know. I think I think I would have tied in something that I know maybe I'm not good at. Let's just say detail work mm. or data. But something or, that you could improve upon. Yeah. That I, but how I've been working on that weakness mm. over the past few months. Yeah. So I, I'm aware that I'm not great with collating data mm-hmm. or something like that mm-hmm. and then but this is what i've done to try to yeah. improve i yeah. don't know i really don't know i think it's i think interviews are really a way for the employer to get a sense and a feel for someone and is this person going to be a good fit yeah. at our company and i i know within the first um few minutes of an interview i think there's always a sense of yeah. oh I, I think i'm gonna like working with this person mm-hmm. i remember one interview we had with a woman who was um, interviewing for a school counselor position it was years ago she walked in with a nice sort of blazer, a white mm-hmm. blouse, skirt, pants. I'm not sure, but there was a gigantic coffee stain right down the front of oh, her poor white girl. blouse. She didn't get the job for that reason. Well, no, we loved her. But what she did was look on my way here. I spilled coffee in the car. I am so sorry. Yeah. Here it is. Look at it. And we laughed. And actually, we really liked that. That yeah. wasn't the reason why yeah, yeah. she didn't get the job. Um, I also with when I had the interview with Aritzia, um, the talent acu- acquisition, 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 the lady accusation. accusation. I'm accusing you of talent. The lady that interviewed me, her and I hit it off like so well that I just knew the company would be, you know, we and even in the interview, it was like outside a cafe. This old man walks by us. And farts, and then she just goes, "Did that old man just crop dust us?" Like it was hilarious <laughs> to me that it's like, "All right, we're both human, and we smell this." It's like we don't want to think it's each other. Like I didn't thank God she said something because I didn't want her to think it was me. It was like, and it smelled. I'm not kidding. It like smelled so bad. Well, another thing I was thinking about is when we were back in the late mid to late '80s when we were interviewing, we would all each of us buy our power suit. In my power suit, I remember this one suit I just loved. It was a pale kind of yellow, mm-hmm. lem- a lemon color yellow, mm-hmm. huge shoulder pads, ooh, trendy, double breasted with a matching skirt, high heel shoes. Cute. You know, Do you have a stock- photo of it? Nylons, Do you have a stockings. Photo? I'll have to dig deep. Of course, the permed hair and yeah. look and everything with the briefcase. We should put on our podcast Instagram different outfit ideas oh, yes. for an interview. Like love- we could do old, like you should have your college friends send in a picture. Oh my gosh. I guess no one really takes a photo of themselves right now. No. But I can put up some outfit ideas yeah. for interviews because I always wear 
a nice blouse or, you know, like a good pair of work pants and booties. Like I have a go-to in every outfit. Yeah. I have a question for you, mom. What would your advice be to someone who doesn't, who's out of college, who doesn't really know what even they want to do yet with career wise? Like, should they be putting pressure on themselves? Should they just be, you know what I mean? Like, I think people think graduating college, you're supposed to have it all figured out. And like, I have been out of college now. For a year. Yeah. Fully a year. I would say a year plus. But I've noticed with myself, you just kind of have to ride the wave and you don't always have it figured out. And I think this year I haven't been afraid to try things and I've noticed one thing always leads to the next. But what would your advice be? Maggie, that's a really good point. I think the 20s are really stressful. Mm -hmm. I think you're... Those of you who are in this stage of life, I remember myself just trying to figure out what is my purpose, yeah. what's the meaning, and I think that I think changing expectations and maybe not putting so much pressure. Mm-hmm. It's important to be self sufficient. It's of course important to work and to be independent, and it's yeah. a, and it's good. It's a good thing, mm-hmm. but it's okay to not have not get caught up with what should I be mm-hmm. doing right now, but what makes me happy. Can I? pay the bills? Can I be independent? Right. Can I be financially growing? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think this is a topic that might be a difference between my age group versus mm-hmm. your age group, because I, I wonder about, I believe in experiences, mm-hmm. not just in the twenties, but throughout life yeah. to take advantage. Like I, I value that, but also it's important to, to work, to yeah. be able to pay for rent, utilities, food yeah. on the table. And I think um, just adding to that, I think throughout college and even now, my freelancing and through my blog, I've been able to at least make, you know, not a full-time job, but part-time money and just the side things. And through, you know, sometimes it's, what am I trying to say here? Like basically, I think millennials now and maybe my age and We've seen that you can create a job through a computer, you know, like through when I started my blog, I had no idea I could make money off it, but now I've monetized my blog and have been able to do different sponsorships with this, which is cool, but that has that wasn't even a thing. Like you guys couldn't even have pictured that at your age. Oh no. I mean, times are so different. And so think- times are in a podcast. You could have never done that with your mom. You guys, that is like, I'm just saying like things are always changing and evolving. So I think it's cool to see and notice from each generation different, you know what I'm I saying? Know. Like and different jobs are being made constantly. I know. And so. what will it be like when you are sitting down with your daughter oh doing your podcast? Just still robotic. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> and the other piece is that I think it's important to surround yourself with people who are positive and su- and supportive of what you want to do mm-hmm. and networking. I think going back to the 80s, it was networking. One of my girlfriends was sharing that. A lot of it was word of mouth with positions, telling people, this is what I'm looking for, putting it mm-hmm. out there. I want to start this. Do you know anyone who's hiring? And I think that networking, whether it's back in the 80s or now, is mm-hmm. another way to find and learn more about yourself. And yeah, we're going to have horrible jobs. There's no doubt. Yeah. But we're going to have some that we really enjoy. And there's no perfect job probably out there. But hopefully it's one that you feel like you have a sense of purpose. Mm-hmm. What was your worst job? I'm not sh- Let me think about that one. Do you? Um, okay. Well, we don't have to talk I mean, about no, that. No, but. I- okay. I have a quote from 
the book Girl Boss by Sophia. Sorry, my phone is going off. That's okay. Okay, so <clears throat> the book Girl Boss by Sophia Amoruso. She's the owner of Nasty Gal. I think she sold the company recently, but it's I highlighted something in here years ago. Wait, that, can I ask what is Nasty Gal? Oh, it's a clothing brand. Sorry. Oh, it is? She uh, I, She started it off i'm pretty sure it was i need to reread this book but i think it was like ebay she started off of and then grew it into a huge company so but this is what she said the energy you'll expend focusing on someone else's life is better spent working on your own just be your own idol i'm telling my story to remind you that the straight and narrow is not the only path to success that is so true i'm thinking again listeners we'd love to hear your Worst interview story. Your worst interview story. And your best interview. I guess we want to hear your yeah. best one. <laughs> but the, if there was ever an interview question that really stumped you, or if you just weren't sure how to answer it, or if you feel like you have something you want to share with us, we won't mention your name. We yeah. just love the story. Okay, thank you all for listening. We are now on Apple Podcasts. So that's, I think if you have an iPhone, everyone should have that app. Just search What's Your Take? What's Your Take Pod? No, that's it's our Instagram. You, oh, What's your take is our podcast name. You okay. should know this, mom. See, what's your take pod is our Instagram. So yeah, You'll follow delete, us on Instagram. You'll delete that part out. Yeah, okay. follow us on Instagram. Send us a DM at what's your take pod. But if you're searching for us in Spotify or Apple Podcasts, you just search what's your take. And we would love if you leave a review and a comment. We love, you know, we have a five-star rating so far. Pro- probably from me. <laughs> but um yeah so thank you all for listening i'm trying to think what else thanks listeners looking forward to hearing your feedback nice seeing you mom i haven't seen you in a bit i know you party animal i know have a great week mags love you you. bye guys bye